Welcome to Connecting with the Toms podcast. I'm your co-host, Julie Tom, a trauma-informed movement specialist. I'm Dr. Dick Tom, a biological medicine physician. Uh, we wish to share the untold truth about health and fitness industry based on our combined 70 plus years of experience. We want you to connect and feel empowered in your own mind and body by interacting with each other. This show is about connection for you, for us, and for the world. This is Connecting with the Toms podcast. Let's start connecting. Welcome to another episode of Connecting with the Toms. I'm Julie, a trauma-informed movement specialist. And I'm Dr. Tom. And today we're going to talk about something that my mom has been using to help with her inflammation, particularly she's getting ready for a knee replacement soon. And she's been using something called, you might have heard, red light therapy or photomodulation therapy to help with inflammation around her knee. And also I've been getting more and more interest on specifically Instagram of people asking me questions about red light therapy and actually asking for me to be an affiliate. So we wanted to do a podcast to share a little bit of the information on what is red light therapy and how can we use it to help our bodies heal from the inside out, particularly the brain, how it can help with inflammation and how it helps with the brain. So dad, can you get us started with talking a little bit is what is red light therapy and why would I want to consider using it? I think uh, as a starting point, I think we'll, we'll give some perspective of sort of what's going on in, in society and what's going on uh, within the world uh, at this point in time. And, you know, they, it has, it's, well known that uh, worldwide the uh, the elderly is the fastest growing segment uh, of our population and there and thus uh, as a consequence of that uh, we're seeing increased number of cases of related cognitive and, and neurological diseases uh, that are associated with aging it's rare to find a person now who doesn't have a family member who doesn't have cognitive decline uh, Alzheimer's, you know, is the name that people uh, are aware of, but, you know, it can also look at things like Parkinson's disease. And what, what is, I think we also know is that pharmaceutical interventions for these conditions have been less than stellar. They buy a little bit of time, but they don't really change anything about what the process is. So there are now, and have been for the last couple of decades, uh, non-pharmacological uh, interventions studied for the treatment of prevention. And since everybody talks about cognitive decline, is there something that you can do for yourself right now before somebody says, oh, you're, are you aware that, uh, you know, you forget this or forget that? And so that's really what we're talking about with the idea of uh, photomodulation because it has been studied and, and found to be pretty effective in the uh, aspects of uh, the beneficial effects, so effects on that, you know, that can help brain function. And we're not gonna limit it to brain function, but that's certainly a, an area that uh, there probably isn't anybody who listens to these things who doesn't have some level of interest. Uh, and studies have been done on animals, but they've also been done on human cell for, for the last while as to what is really happening and what can photomodulation do. And interestingly, what it, one of the things it can do, it can improve your, your production of energy through a mitochondria and also improves uh, circulation uh, and a whole variety of uh, that type of thing uh, that, that's going on. So, but people are looking for, will it improve your attention? Or can it improve your attention? Absolutely. Can it improve learning? Absolutely. Can it improve memory? Absolutely. Can it improve the mood? Absolutely. So, wow, 
who as they age wouldn't want to think that this is something that could be uh, incredibly helpful and incredibly effective um, you know for, for what's going on so that's sort of an overview of of uh you know what why we're going to talk about that today and just as another point of interest the without realizing it uh the human beings are really a being of light uh every cell in our body uh, emits over a hundred thousand light impulses or photons per second and this light has been found to be the steering mechanism behind uh, all biochemical reactions so it's pretty it's pretty essential to think that you know the light that we you know as we call it, we think about daylight and you know light we the room is dark so we turn on electric light it's like okay big deal well that's not that's not the uh, issue that uh, we're going to focus on because we're talking about light penetrating the body getting at this to a cellular level and actually having a dramatic impact on every single cell in your body and the effect that that can have in, in so many things uh, not only to the cognitive aspect but to improve uh, homeostasis in, in every single cell of so we can start with that all right <laughs> that's a big that's a big mouthful but so yeah. in terms well for for me i ha like i've heard about red light therapy i've seen these red light therapy pens and now like very much in like the plastic surgery world you see these people with masks like there's a on TikTok, there's a lady, she's wearing a, a, a red light therapy mask and she's like dancing in front of her kid to be embarrassed and whatnot. And there's ones that go in your mouth and there's some that go in your ears. And I'm assuming those are all for the brain. But I know like I'm particularly interested because for mom, my, my mom is like she's getting ready for knee surgery and she basically commented on how much it's you know improving her inflammation so it's helping her move better and get ready for her surgery if i'm looking at red light therapy and investing in something for red light therapy like you said it's great for the brain it's great for cognitive declines you know but it's also good for inflammation right at the end of the day that's what stress does that inflames our body so it's a great way to inflame it so can you tell us a little bit about is there a, like the, some of the science like what are we looking for so if i'm going to buy a red light therapy device what am i looking for uh let, let's back up for a second and the reason you're talking about red light is because red light is sort of the one that's uh is in the news it's the one that people are aware of but i want to requalify that that Obviously, people are aware of a prism. They're aware of a rainbow. They, every every color has a specific, potentially has a specific impact. I think the reason red light is more popular is because red light is now being promoted that it combats wrinkles and improves collagen. So it's like, oh my God, I'm going to look better. I'm going to get rid of my wrinkles and I don't need to have a facelift to get rid of these wrinkles. And I just go and I have a, the dermatologist or the esthetician, you know, put a red light on my face or I buy a red light, the one you just mentioned. Uh, you know, she's wearing a mask or red lights. She's trying to increase her collagen. However, I'm going to back up before we specifically talk about that. And I'm going to, we're going to look at the other colors that are part of the rainbow that also have an impact that that can be depending on the device that you have can be helpful so you know if your only goal of 
getting some a laser, we'll say, which common device, you know, handheld or a little machine that basically produces red light. You know, that, that's great. But, uh, you know, because we're really interested in a holistic approach, because we're interested in, in helping everything, uh, let's just briefly talk about some of the other colors. For example, uh, yellow light. Yellow light is also something that reduces inflammation. Uh, it can be used for sunburns. Uh, you know, people always say, well, you need to slather on this other stuff. And it's like, well, get a sunburn. Uh, yellow light has been used uh, effectively. If you use purple light, purple light uh, actually ha has the ability to increase uh, cell regeneration and a prolonged cell life. And, you know, which means that you'll be uh, aged slower uh, and you'll uh, feel better. The cyan light color is a pain blocker and it reduces uh, swollen capillaries. Infrared light, which, you know, is sauna and, you know, that, that people tend to think about. It penetrates deeper into the skin and it can be used uh, to amplify the treatments of uh, whatever uh, somebody is, is trying to treat uh, overall. You know, we have orange uh, light that also is a, promotes, I will say, a better glow on the skin also. Uh, green light is another color that's typically used and it combats uh, hyperpigmentation and sunspots. Uh, blue light is the, you're using blue light and uh, for acne, uh, you know, and, and that type of thing. So we have a number of different devices that, that uh, are, are able to promote these kinds of things. Lasers we've already mentioned, uh, LED lights that people uh, hear about uh, that potentially are, are helpful. Uh, these uh, SLD lights, that, which are uh, super luminescent diodes. We have infrared lamps, we have UV lamps, we have uh, diachromic lamps, we have fluorescent lamps, we have very bright light bulbs. So in other words, we got a lot of choices uh, of, you know, when we're talking about photomodulation of what it's attempting to do and what we want it to do uh, when we're attempting to, to deal with, you know, a variety of different types of things. So you know, what, what is this light therapy really doing? So we talked about these idea of photons and the cells need photons to produce energy. So light therapy has the ability to increase our energy packets called uh, ATP uh, significantly, which are basically is the energy of the cell. And, you know, from a science perspective, it, it's, it's easily uh, doing that type of thing. The colors that have probably been studied the most for many, many years are the red light, the blue light, and the near uh, infrared lights. Uh, and the great thing about light therapy, it's been shown when used properly has, has uh, been highly effective uh, and very safe, uh, which you know, when you get into pharmaceuticals for things, it's like there's so many adverse effects that uh, ultimately are important. So when we look at the different colors, depending on what it is that you're trying to do, uh, ultimately, we know that red light uh, can penetrate about uh, 10 millimeters, up to about 10 millimeters. A blue light only penetrates maybe at three or four millimeters, uh, but then the infrared light uh, can actually go up to uh, you know, about uh, 800 um, uh, into the bone. So significantly, uh, significantly greater depth, uh, depending on the, the, the different light color. And that's why we're talking about this, this whole concept of, uh, of photomodulation. So 
what it's doing is it's supporting the cell to repair itself. It's allowing cells to regenerate themselves. Uh, it's obviously non-invasive. You just hold it near the skin, uh, you know, or you put it near your eyes or your in your nose or your ears, uh, and it allows the, the body to be able to uh, penetrate these things. It's, it's therefore has been used and is used for a lot of different types of things. As I said, anxiety, depression, SAD, chronic fatigue, people are using it for fibromyalgia, acute injuries, broken bones, you know, the sore knee, the sore hip. Uh, you know, in other words, tremendous variety of uh, different types of things uh, that are ultimately that is, uh, is being used for. So that's that we haven't even talked about what it's ultimately has the ability to do in the brain. Uh, but it has lots of ability um, uh, in the brain itself. You see, uh, increases blood flow, which, you know, just heat, as you know, when you're out on a warm day, you're, you tend to flush because there, there's more blood uh, ultimately coming uh, to the skin. We've, we've obviously said that it reduces inflammation. It regrows cells. Your brain, I would say, it helps regrow to stimulate growth of uh, the nerve cells and neurons uh, that are going on. It improves the connection between the neurons. Therefore, uh, you know, TBIs, so traumatic brain injuries, is now being studied uh, with the use of this kind of stuff. We believe it probably stimulates stem cells, which are the origin of every cell in your body. They have the ability to differentiate into whatever the body feels it needs. So it has a lot of uh, incredibly helpful and effective modulation of what it is that we're attempting to do. Absolutely. I'm like, why isn't everybody using light therapy? <laughs> and the rainbow, like the fact I didn't know like that all of the different colors, but it makes sense because all different colors offer different things. Same thing with chakra energy. So, and we are energy. So now that you say that, I'm like, yeah, that absolutely makes sense. But before, like, I, I have a few questions, but so is there anybody that you know that should not be using light therapy? You know, I, I suppose somebody could look up. There's, I mean, obviously off the top of my head, I couldn't imagine anybody. It's like saying, is there anybody who shouldn't drink water? Is there anybody who uh, right. you know shouldn't eat food? Is there anybody who shouldn't sleep? Uh, probably not. You know, and you just think about it. When do people typically feel better? In the in when in the it's sun. sunny outside, or when it's uh, gray uh, and overcast, and you you're not getting the effect of uh, pure sunlight uh, for what's going on. Which is why sunlight is one of our most important basic treatment guidelines. Get outside. And if you can't get outside because it's a gray day, then get a light that basically produces mm -hmm. the same effect that you're getting from it. So since uh, living in a dark hole, uh, you know, where you would never have exposure to light, of which there are some animals, like you think of fish and things mm -hmm. that live five miles under the, you know, the, the, the surface the of, of the water, um, they obviously would have different physiology, but there, it makes no sense that ever that we as humans uh, or animals for that matter uh, would benefit from uh, from not having our exposure to light. So I can possibly think of some, unless um, uh, maybe it's something like an albino, mm. uh, you know, directly because they're, they don't have melanin and, you know, they would burn their skin uh, pretty quickly. So that, that would be modulated, but, you know, and people who have different eye diseases, uh, mm -hmm. per se, you know, the exposure to direct light. So, but if that doesn't mean that they don't look, you know, we know we don't look at the sun during an eclipse because right. it can have a dramatic impact 
on yourself uh, per se, but generally speaking, we're going to make a this generic statement that the light therapy called sunlight, and now we're basically taking the parts of sunlight, we're breaking it up into the different yeah. colors and using them for specific reasons that, that they could potentially have uh, in a positive way on the body. Yeah, to heal. I like when you were talking about, I'm like, we're basically like, plants just with more complicated emotions <laughs> so we all need sunlight but you're right but there are going to be some maybe some nervous system disorders but you said like albino like people who are you know with the eye with the light sensitivity yeah. so you know there might be you know there may be some considerations there for sure that um but yeah but i i, I agree that th this light therapy is can be more helpful to to a, a, a larger portion of the portion of the population this is potentially an, another one of those type therapies that uh, has the potential because it's easy to source it's easy to do people can do it at home uh you know but you make an investment of, of the unit that's going to be producing the light uh it now becomes uh, pretty evident that uh, this is a potentially in addition to the homeopathics and things that we do in the, in the protocol it can be extremely valuable extremely helpful it's like nebulizing it's been an add-on it's like you learned yes. <laughs> you learn through after right. the yeah it's definitely a, a definite benefit so okay like you mentioned that people can do it at home so what am i looking for if i'm going to do it at home because i'm assuming um like it's probably not cheap because it's still relatively i mean light therapy has been used forever like before yeah. we started the podcast you talked about like the original light therapy that we've been using for babies is when they are jaundiced right yeah, so put them in front of the window right so yeah. like light therapy has been around for a long time but just with research and understanding and whatnot we understand that there's way more benefits to it than we knew before um but what am i looking for if i'm going to outsource it so do i go to a clinic or do it at home and obviously what am i looking for well i think like anything i don't think somebody should just you know look on amazon and said oh here's here's a laser that produces a red light or you know some color therapy and it's like oh, let's buy that and let's stick it on our body i will say that as i said light therapy is incredibly safe there's a huge safety factor most of the stuff you're going to buy i'm going to say from a like on amazon or a non-professional source it's going to be high margin of safety because those type of red light therapies typically are using wavelengths of uh you know 610 to 670 nanometers so they only penetrate this but five millimeters so it's it's a straight skin stuff you want to do some wrinkles and collagen but if you want to get real therapy per se you're probably going to need a professional device which may have to be purchased through a medical clinic or some type of professional company because the you know to get the uh, the near uh, infrared light you you basically are looking at something either 810 830 or 850 uh, nanometer wavelengths that they can penetrate uh, much deeper literally through the skin get, getting even to the bone which is where ultimately you can have such a huge impact on stem cells you can have a huge impact on the mitochondria huge impact on the body's ability to produce energy so the the, the uh, devices that you can buy even when you do the treatment let's say for 30 minutes when you when you go out in the sun uh as i do beautiful day here in arizona as it often is with sunshine is that you get 
thousands of times more exposure than what you're getting, you know, from the from the device itself. So, uh, what you're looking for, uh, I would say, is to do your research, find out, maybe speak with your physician or your healthcare practitioner who has some knowledge about this kind of stuff. Uh, if you just want to deal with skin stuff and are not necessarily looking at, you know, the, the more important aspects of energy and the more important aspects of decreasing inflammation, there you're going to have to get a little more involved and probably look at a professional. Okay, because I know I was looking into them. I talked to you about this a long time ago because I was like, do I get red light therapy or do I go infrared sauna? So, you know, like I looked into, they have these red light therapy um it's like a board and you know they're they're not cheap so and they're different um like you said different wavelengths so it all depends on like i guess what the purpose that you want to use light therapy for right so at the end of the day it's like okay why would i want to use red light therapy well i want to improve cognitive i don't want to i want to work on my cognitive decline or i want to work on managing my stress or like specifically people like i have a happy light for instance. So I have my happy light in the winter, you know, like that's obviously giving me some type of therapy because I'm getting exposed to light. But like you said, the, the deeper stuff. So I am looking for, so if I'm doing the research, so I'm looking for a clinic that offers probably what, 800? I want at least 800? Well, you're basically looking at a device that's going to deliver, you know, the uh, the near uh, infrared light uh, because of, we do know that that's what ultimately for the brain specifically, uh, you have red light and you have the uh, near infrared uh, light therapy, which you know can be applied directly to the head, so that actually can penetrate through the bone and, and into the skull. We know that it does. That's when you're getting all these additional benefits from doing it. You know, so if you shine it, put a helmet on, or you know, you can have devices as a mouth guard, or you can hear clips or nose clips, we'll say, has the ability to literally getting into the brain. And we're trying to improve all these neural functions without adverse effects. Uh, that you know, is such a positive thing of what it is that we're looking for. And we're not talking curing Alzheimer's, we're not talking curing Parkinson's. What we're talking about is improving quality of life, uh, people who may happen to have that, but the preferred, obviously, in, bio, in a biological medicine approaches, do the preventive, prevent the problem from happening is actually the best treatment. And they still say the best treatment for Alzheimer's is to do preventive therapy. And, and, and because often medication is not applied until the person already is, unfortunately, in the throes of that, now that we know that we have the, the ability to do all the basic treatment guidelines, and now we have it, I'm not going to call it a basic treatment guideline other than sunshine is our light therapy, the obvious light therapy. Now we can actually use devices to enhance, to further enhance what sunlight is, is why sunlight is, is part of our BTGs uh, for what's going on. I'm almost thinking though, like people like in the Northern hemisphere, like me, it might actually be more beneficial because we don't get as much sunlight as you. So, you know, like right, doctors right. and naturopaths and chiros and wellness centers or whatever, like it may be something that you can definitely help your clinics if you have some kind of device for your patients to come in and do and stuff. So that's something that I'm definitely looking at exploring to add to my own, you know, when I work with clients and the, it's, a, it's a healing modality. At the end of the day, red light photomodulation is, is another healing modality to add on to um, the list and the fact that it's passive and that, you know, like you said, that it, it, there isn't really any negative 
effects to it. Like you're only supporting yourself. So, you know, like, unfortunately in the society, more people are relying on passive treatment rather than active treatment. So the fact that you can just show up, put on a helmet or put some things in your ears and, you know, let it do its magic. It's going to help. It's going to help you in some way, shape or form. So if you have that, so how do you know, do you have a protocol that you particularly use? Like, I'm like, I don't know what mom's protocol is. I know you put her on one, but is there a certain amount of time that I should be doing it for? Cause I know like with the board, like with the panels that I was looking at investing. So you get like three panels and you do it, you do 20 minutes aside is what this company suggested. Is that the same? That would be about 20 to 30 minutes. That would be the 30 minutes. Uh, you know, the preferred, the most ideal is uh, 30 minutes twice a day. Uh, you know, and, and once again, when you're doing these types of treatments, it doesn't mean you you are taking an hour just to do that. You, you know, you're totally awake. You could be doing other mm -hmm. things. You, you know, you could literally be reading at the same time or educating yourself or uh, whatever it is that you're doing while you're doing this particular therapy. So, uh, you know, 30 minutes a day would be the prescribed treatment, we would say, the ideal treatment. However, People say, well, do I have 30 minutes a day? Just think you could do a castor oil pack at the same time. You could be doing castor oil pack and light therapy. And deep breathing. Rest, and deep breathing. So and some self-massage and some lymphatic. <laughs> like so it's like we can easily take the 30 minutes for some self-care. And it just it's another tool that we can incorporate into, you know, optimizing to try and get us to this point of optimal performance and improved quality of life, which obviously is what the, the goal of uh, all these podcasts are about and the goal of uh, helping people feel better with themselves uh, for what's going on. So the, you know, that's always the ideal. Uh, once a day is preferred, but, you know, as I say to somebody, if you did it three times a week, it's better than no times a week. If you do it right. once a week, that's still better than zero times a week uh, in general. But the the preferred, as per the company that's suggesting uh, this near infrared therapy, uh, would be uh, 30 minutes twice a day. And if somebody is in the throes of already evident decline, they, they would highly benefit from doing the treatment twice a day. If you're doing it as a preventive, then certainly, uh, you know, once a day and, and even like four times a week would be a great preventive therapy while you're doing your other therapies, as you just mentioned, as we can concurrently do multiple things all at the same time. Right. But would I do that? Is this something that I would do like for the rest of my, is this like a, like a sustainable type of therapy or is this something that I would do for like a month? And then I'd be good. So that's why I could just like focus. I don't have to necessarily buy the device, but I can just go to a clinic that would have it. The, uh, well, it's like saying, uh, do, you know, can we basically get 30 minutes of sun, 30 days of sunshine and then I don't need sunshine anymore. Now, light therapy no. is something that you need for forever, however you achieve it. Right. Uh, you know, you know, we know that people in the Northern incline tend to fly into Mexico or Arizona or Florida in the winter time to, and, they, and then they bake themselves and for 30 minutes or 30 one week of vacation uh, per se because they're so starved for that light therapy so pretty mm -hmm. evident that it's the kind of thing that's ongoing and forever and yes once you invest in the device you have the device literally forever yep. uh, so it's it's not a problem but when you do maintenance of things you know we're talking therapy of things versus maintenance 
So if you may go to a clinic and get a sense of what the treatment is, and then you say, this is worthwhile investing in because I'm going to be doing this forever. I don't need to be coming to the clinic forever, but if I invest in something that I can do at home, I can do it in the, in the luxury of, of my own home, on my own time schedule, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, yes, I would say it's the type of thing that light has been a part of life forever. You mentioned plants. If the world went dark, we would all die, not yeah. you know for different reasons, but so would every plant, we would have nothing to survive with. So light therapy is equally important to plants. And if you say, well, I don't need light therapy, do plants need light therapy? Yes, they do. Yep. We need light therapy forever too. Right. I can tell you, we're, we're basically, we're plants with just more complicated emotions. <laughs> yeah, so it's essentially, so when I'm looking for the device and, and like also like when you're, what am I doing when I'm using it? Like you said, I can do anything, but the idea is that you have to be, has you can't do it with your clothes on essentially it has to be on your skin right so i think well depending what you're using it for uh said if we're using it for brain stuff it's on your head so we don't right it's a helmet issue per se. it's a helmet or the clips or nose uh, type right thing. so if you're doing it on your skin uh for different parts of your body not just your face obviously you would have to apply it directly to the skin yes that is definitely true right okay yeah so something to be <laughs> aware of well because like i'm just thinking for me a big part of of my healing that i work with clients is vagus nerve and uh and lymphatics so the fact that you know like i could use a pen light you know and do that but it's going to take a while because the pen you have to hold it there and i know mm. some people you know they have the the pen for their face and but a lot of times like you said most people the the plastic surgery or the cosmetic uh, industry has done has really taken off with the red light therapy but this can be used for like mental health right because you said it helps with Absolutely. energy and it can help with anxiety and it can oh, be in the physical health so with injury like my mom getting ready for surgery it can help with recovery of injuries so does it matter so if i'm using a device does the what's the word i'm looking for like the wavelength that matters, right? So like you want to make sure that it's like at least 800 if I'm going to try to heal an injury versus right. if I'm using it for anxiety, would that be different or that you're- No, I, you know, obviously if we're talking about anxiety, we're looking at penetrating the brain. Right. Uh, the, the pen light is not going to penetrate through the skull because it's no. only basically, uh, the wavelength is too short. We need a longer wave. We need the longer wavelengths to be able to penetrate through the, through the skull, through the skin and the skull to truly have an impact on the, the brain cells themselves. So pen light is not going to do it for anxiety. Uh, once mm -hmm. again, the pen light, that type of, you know, you can buy on Amazon, it's going to be skin stuff. It's going to look good. It's, it's cosmetic. The, it helps the lasers wrinkles. that you get. It helps your wrinkles. Yeah. And, you know, that's that for some people, that's a big deal. It is a big deal. Sure. You know, not, not to deny that. So it makes people's sense of self-worth. Uh, it's like, oh, I look, I, I'm prettier, you know. I'm, Absolutely, self-image. So, so self-image is is you know is a part of this, but you know, as a physician, I'm wanting to. You know, that's great, but I want something that's more lasting and has a potentially a more long or deeper acting effect on a on a much greater physiologic approach of because who doesn't want more energy who doesn't want to sleep better <clears throat> who doesn't want to just think better who doesn't want to have less um, improved uh, focus and concentration 
uh, who wants who doesn't want to have better mood etc so it's it'd be hard pressed to think oh no somebody said no i don't want that it's like no of course everybody <laughs> wants to feel better so of course you want that sure do you know are there any side effects that you know of i guess potentially if you there's no side effects when used when the device is used as prescribed per se but you know in the society if somebody says well 30 minutes is good it must mean five hours is better it's like right uh, no, not moderation. necessarily moderation <laughs> Uh, use as per the manufacturer's recommendations and suggestion. Uh, you know, can you overstimulate? Sure, you can overstimulate. You know, somebody going to the gym for the first time says, oh, man, I can lift this. And it's like, oh, this five pounds is nothing. I got to try 50. Uh, right. So, yeah, it's like, theoretically, you know, if you could bench press 50, it's better than five, but not necessarily physiologically. So moderation, common sense. Uh, like anything, uh, I think needs to be part of the of the utilization of these types of tools. Well, it's like it's you know like and everybody might you know like not everybody's going to respond the same way because we all have different nervous systems and different you know things going on in our bodies. It's just like I'm just thinking about a client. We we're talking about castor oil this week, and she's like, "How do I know it's working?" Because for some people, like we talked about in our podcast before, is that some people it actually like it stimulates them. It gets them going and it, so that's why it's like when's the best time well i'm like not if it stimulates you not before bed so you know like for me it makes me sleepy so it totally engages my parasympathetic nervous system so light therapy you know what how do i know it's working how do i know it's working i know what you're going to say but i'll let you answer it you know a lot, a lot of that's a great question and i would say the person who will notice it most is your, your partner the person you're around the most, maybe it's your coworkers, maybe it's your kids, uh, because they'll 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 note that you don't repeat yourself. They don't ask you to repeat as often, or uh, you're not sort of what's that word? What's that word that I'm searching for? You're not sort of asking uh, those around you for that that type of thing. And and uh, because I see this in my patient population so often, especially you know when when I'm talking to a couple. You know, one the the patient per se is doing the talking, and then the partner will kick in. No, you don't do that as much, or you don't say that as much, or that. that and they say, "Oh, I, I hadn't noticed." So very often, you don't notice it yourself. It's the person who observes you the most, and probably will pick up before you will that this ultimately. And the reality is, it's it's going to work. All you need to do is do it. It's not like. It's not like taking a medication that for a high blood pressure and say, well, that didn't work. Uh, right. I need to try a different one. Light therapy is, for all intents and purposes, it is. It's a basic treatment guideline called sunlight. Now we're basically taking parts of the sunlight right. and we're directing it, it into a specific purpose, per se. So if you'd said sunlight didn't work, then I could say, well, the light therapy won't work. And it will always work. You just have to do it. Well, as I told my client, I'm like, this is kind of one of those trust factor things. Like if you don't necessarily feel it, you just need to trust me that, you know, like I'm actually, I have your best interests at heart when I suggest different treatments. And so light therapy is definitely one of those that follow along. It's kind of like castor oil and nebulizing. It's not going to hurt you. It's not. And let, well, I tell like castor oil, it's the only way it'll hurt you is if you actually ingest it. Please don't ingest it. <laughs> like you don't want to be doing that, but there's so many amazing benefits to light therapy to uh, like all the basic treatment guidelines like sunlight and whatnot like if you struggle with depression if you struggle with anxiety if you struggle with 
stress and overwhelm or cognitive decline or have an injury or have inflammation in your body, you know, like it's, it's going to help. So at the end of the day, it's, is this the modality that you're going to choose to use and the people. So you're saying, um, just, is this, there's more research that's supporting this, I'm assuming. Research has actually been out for about 20 years. Oh, okay. Uh, so, so that they've been working with it. Uh, you know, just like medic, uh, some medications have been used for a good study for years. And it's like, but it's become, I said, the, I think the reason it's more popular is because once dermatologists and once estheticians started getting into laser treatments for skin, suddenly people started to hear about it. Now it's coming out that, well, actually it has a lot more positive benefits than, than you're thinking about just for skin. And, you know, as a physician, uh, yes, the skin is important, but more importantly is what's happening deeper inside. We know that, you know, health is more than just what's on the skin. Uh, it's, it's really, it's your core, what's going on inside all your organ systems. That's what we're trying to find an additional support as opposed to thinking, uh, is there another medication that I, that would benefit me? Uh, what we, what we hope we'll find as time goes on, that people will find that they'll need less medication because they'll be able to do more self-care by taking the basic treatment guidelines, utilizing them as part of their everyday routine without thinking about them. And so light therapy, just like we say, get out ideally 30 minutes a day uh, in sunshine. And if you don't have it, use a happy light or some form of you know light therapy uh, to support what the sunshine is basically doing for us on an everyday basis. And this is something that's uh, 365 and it's for the rest of your life uh, that actually is, has a potentially dramatic and positive impact uh, as, as we get older. So uh, there's, there's no downside to photomodulation. Right. And it's just a fancy word for light therapy. It really yep. is. It really is. About. Yeah. Just give it a try, people. Just find someone that has one or, you know, find a therapist that has it and go from there. So something that I want to add on, um, I've been talking a lot about scars because I work with a lot of people with, with movement and uh, scars are a big piece of the puzzle in terms of emotions that get trapped in the body and the fascia gets really locked up and light therapy is a fantastic way to help you uh, manage your scars. So because when you are able to release the scars um, and release the energy that tends to get gummed up in there, if you will. It's a fantastic way to, and it's like, it helps you just move better, right? At the end of the day. So just something that I want to add on because if, like, like I said, my world, people who want to move better, they're very stiff. They're very sore. They sit here and stretch for 20 minutes a day. I'm like, try stretching under a red light therapy or a red light, like, or not necessarily red under a light therapy like whatever lamp you want, depending on what you're looking for, that could definitely have lots of benefits for you. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, I think that's pretty much answers all the questions that I have. Do you have any other things that you want to add on today? No, just, just to reemphasize that this is one of these therapies that have been around since we have been on the planet, since the planet has been here for tens of millions of years. Uh, every plant, every animal species that has ever walked uh, on this planet has had the benefit of using light therapy. So anything that has stood the test of time, which this has, 
has to be uh, has to be beneficial. But just don't be, don't get sucked into uh, well this red light because it's ten dollars cheaper than that one may necessarily be doing the trick. Know what the reason is that you want to use it for. If it's straight skin, you won't have any trouble. If you're truly looking for something that has a much larger, longer lasting and much more effective treatment, you're going to need something probably more on a professional level that has a deeper penetration, has the ability to have deeper penetration into the body than just uh, so-called skin deep. Okay. Do you, do you have an idea of like price that of different devices? Well, they, uh, you know, often what I'm suggesting to patients to get started is the uh, the ear clips, nasal, and mouthpiece, and that's a couple hundred dollars. Okay. Uh, if you go, the helmet is expensive because it's a, it's a much more sophisticated device, and much, and you can fly it in, and you know, you're probably talking uh, several thousand dollars to do that. But once again, it's an investment in your health. Right. Uh, people, you know, invest in a variety of different types of tools. They buy Pelotrons and that, and then they become good clothes hangers and that kind of stuff. Dust magnets. Se. Dust magnets, uh, per se, uh, you know, it, in general. So if you want to invest in your health with something that has the potential to help you for the rest of your life, uh, $4,000, let's say, is not a massive investment because... If you amortize that over the next uh, 30, 40, 50 years, it's not a very expensive tool to uh, truly improve your uh, anti-aging, which a lot of people are sort of into. Most of the things that when I look for like light therapy, it's all red light. They're all promoting red light. Do you know if there's any devices that actually emit the different colors or do you have to buy each color separately? Do you know? No, there's, I mean, I can't tell you the, you know, the name of specific devices like that. But once again, I you, you need to do your research right. uh, ultimately for looking. If you want to look at, at one type of device, uh, look at cerebralfit.com. Uh, there's some great videos on there to, to reiterate uh, the types of things uh, that ultimately we're saying. So uh, that, that will, you'll be looking at a professional company that uh, has, tremendous amount of knowledge and uh, opportunity to to help and share uh, you know with your particular issue and your particular concern okay yeah because I'm like the light therapy that I was looking at the boards the boards were between a thousand to three thousand dollars so yeah. just just for like price and stuff but that was just for that was infrared light therapy so you know yeah which which is this is pretty standard. There's, there's a variety of companies. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, there's there's uh, you know people out there you know may have uh, their own sources of things that uh, that will be helpful. So, you know the 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 bottom line of this particular uh, podcast is look into it. Light therapy has the potential of dramatically helping and improving the quality of life, uh, anti aging, but just even the fact that you'll feel better. Uh, have a little more energy, mood, yeah. et cetera, et cetera, is well worth the uh, the opportunity to look into it. May I just add that it's passive? Yeah. <laughs> it's a passive treatment. And like, I don't know many people that like to give up passive, you know, like you just have to sit there and do the thing, right? Yeah. So yeah. like not to perpetuate that kind of behavior, but it's going to force you to slow down. It's going to force you to, you know, focus on your breathing if that or read a book or whatever. So it's just, it's an opportunity for you to, heal 
in a you know relaxed state how cool is that so that i mean right there for me it's like that's a win you know like that's a win that if I can slow down and it's doing so some regenerating of my stem cells or my neurons help me think better, all that stuff. So then I can remember where I put my keys. Cool. <laughs> and then, and I know how to write. Well, it's funny. Like I know in one of our podcasts kind of off topic, but um, I'm seeing things now that like there's some research talking about that reading and like you've talked about before reading in a book. So good for, you know, brain health and whatnot, but it's funny, like all the things that we've been, you know, they were good, have been good for us for years. It's just, it's coming back to the surface. Anyway, we are going to talk about the big C in the next podcast. We're going to be talking about cancer. Uh, it's been coming up a lot and we want to discuss some ways to help you. Uh, if you have a family member or anybody that you know that is recently diagnosed or has been going through cancer, what we can do to support them. And also if you are someone that has cancer or you've our post-cancer, what you can do to support yourself when cancer's part of your life. Is that right, Dad? Is that what you want to talk about? That's right. Uh, we're not going to talk about treating it. We're going to talk no. about supporting it. Uh, right. For, you know, what ultimately, uh, we're, you know, where an individual is at. So, yes, it's about support for, for that. That is, unfortunately, there's one like uh, dementia and cognitive decline. Fortunately, there's very few people on the planet who haven't been touched by a loved one or somebody that they know, a neighbor or whatever, who doesn't have. It's, we know statistically it's uh, one in two men in their lifetime and one in three women in their lifetime will unfortunately be diagnosed with cancer. And the American Cancer Society has said by 2050, those numbers will you know continue to dramatically escalate. So it's going to be not a universal disease at that point, but it's getting, you know, by the end of, you know, this century, it would surprise me that it is a universal disease. Right. So we want to be able to talk about it because I think a lot of times when people hear the big C and they hear about cancer, we tend to get frozen. We stuck, get stuck in fear. Right. We don't know what to do. So we want to be able to offer you an opportunity to discuss. We want to, we want to talk about it because it doesn't have to necessarily be as scary because basically... I know you've told me this before. Cancer is basically the body screaming at you that something's not right at the end of the day. So, well, I tell patients that uh, cancer isn't a sentence, it's simply a word. Right. That's great. We should leave it there. Yeah. <laughs> cancer is not a sentence, it's simply a word. That's all. I love that. All right. So we'll talk about that in the next podcast. As always, we appreciate you. Thank you for the support. And if you haven't, subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'm just going to plug it a little bit because I'm, I'm going to be posting, uploading all of our podcasts on YouTube as well to make it easier for you to connect with us. If you have any questions, comments, concerns about any of the topics we have discussed, please send them in. You can check out how to connect with us in the show notes, but thank you again for supporting us. Please send this to any family and friends that may find this topic of interest and helpful to them. So thank you and so much. And just one more plug for, you know, the Begin Again uh, Brain Protocol book, you know, obviously it talks about these types of things also that, that can be supportive for people and for the practitioners. If you're interested in learning even more about it uh, on May the 14th and 15th here in Scottsdale or virtually, I actually will be teaching the course for therapists and practitioners 
uh, on the brain protocol uh, if that's of interest and you can find that information on my website uh, drdixontom.com fantastic as we continue we're just going to keep touching lives dad we're just going to keep goal. Keep That's keep plugging it. We're keep plugging, helping people get proactive and help themselves heal. Because at the end of the day, your body is and mind are extremely powerful, and we're just here to help guide you. So that's awesome. That's awesome. So I'll put all that information in the show notes. If you have any questions about it, contact us. But yeah, hopefully, uh, you get a lot of people showing up for that. It'll be good. Indeed. All right. Thank you so much for being here, and we'll talk to you next time. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye. We want to remind you that knowledge isn't power. Applied knowledge is power, where knowledge turns to experience. We encourage you to implement the information shared, allowing you to shift your energy from head to heart. If this is your first time listening, we would love for you to subscribe uh, to connect and grow with us in the coming weeks. If you'd like we, what you've been hearing today, we encourage you to go wherever you're listening to leave a review. Tell us what you loved about the episode. Tell us which one was your favorite and share topics you would like us to talk about. And if you're interested in learning more about biological medicine, uh, go to my website, drdixontom.com. And if you'd like to learn more about how to shift your nervous system and heal using movement, I encourage you to visit fitimize.ca to learn more. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to connecting with you on the next episode.